0: What is up everyone? It is Quinn here back with another video. And today I'm gonna be going through three rookies that are currently rising up my rankings. So it's been a few weeks since I've gone through my positional rankings and then also like my overall top 24. And, you know within the last few weeks we've had some updates maybe it's in terms of draft capital maybe it's pro day testing but for whatever reason these three players are rising up my rankings and these three players each play different positions so we have a tight end a wide receiver and a running back so you know kind of spreading it across the board here before i get into the video if you all enjoy the content do me a huge favor, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. But let's just get right into it. And I'm going to be starting it off at the tight end position. And a guy who is rising up my rankings is going to be Dalton Kincaid. So you know, kind of coming into this video, even a few weeks ago, I was already much higher uh, than consensus when it came to Dalton Kincaid. I think in my uh, first set of tight end rankings, I had him as the tight end two. But at that point, like Michael Mayer was the clear cut guy. And then it was kind of the rest of the field. I believe in that that video, I even said that it was pretty close, in my opinion, between Michael Mayer and Dalton Kincaid. And then when I did my last set of overall rankings, I believe I ranked Kincaid ahead of Michael Mayer. I think they were back to back, but I do believe I had Kincaid higher. So I was already pretty in on Kincaid, but when I ranked him over Michael Mayer, that was with me expecting he was gonna be good to go with his pro day and you know gonna deliver some really solid athletic testing that didn't end up happening. He was still dealing with that back injury. He didn't test. And at that point, I was a little concerned because, you know, we didn't get the great numbers. We didn't really get any numbers. And then I just didn't know if the draft capital was going to be there. Like, would he be a round one guy? Would he be a day two guy? You know, there was a little bit of uncertainty there. So it made me feel less strong uh, you know, with Dalton Kincaid, but he ended up uh, getting cleared from that back injury. So we didn't get the numbers, but it does look like he is uh, fully back from that. And then right now, Dalton Kincaid is actually gonna be the betting favorite to be the first tight end off the board, which in my opinion is going to be huge for him. And with all that information coming out, for me, he is now firmly the tight end one for me in this class in terms of fantasy football. In my opinion, I think he's the clear cut best pass catching tight end in this class. I think he's probably one of the more athletic guys, especially when it comes to, you know, actually transitioning that into being a great pass catcher. He can win everywhere. He's one of the only tight ends, maybe the only dude in this class who can really win down the field, which I think gives him a lot of upside at the tight end position for fantasy football. This past season caught 70 passes for 890 yards and eight touchdowns. You know, as we probably know, blocking isn't going to be a huge strength here for Dalton Kincaid. And that's something that was a little Concerning for me when it came to his draft capital being up in the air, right? Like, if he's a day two guy going round two, round three, and he has the blocking concerns with that kind of draft capital, you're not guaranteed to be on the field and getting a ton of opportunities. So, that could have actually limited him if he was going day two. But with him being the favorite to be the first tight end off the board, that makes it seem pretty likely that he's going to be going in the first round. And if he's going in the first round, teams clearly don't really care about his blocking ability because they kind of understand that and they're still willing to draft him in the first round. And what that tells me is that they think he is so strong of a pass catcher that they're going to be using him regardless of that blocking ability. And if Dalton Kincaid is on the field, I'm very confident he is going to be very solid in terms of you know producing as a pass catcher. Right now, my tight end one in this class and someone that I'd be willing to take in the early second round of rookie drafts. Now moving over to my second riser, we're gonna shift over to the wide receiver position, and I'm gonna be talking about Marvin Mims. Now he's not a guy who's kind of risen in terms of my wide receiver ranks, but he's someone who has kind of elevated in terms of my overall rankings. So he's still gonna be my wide receiver seven. I have him behind that tier of Flowers, Downs, and Hyatt, um, but he's someone who I originally had ranked as more of like a back-end second round rookie pick right now i have him more as a uh, mid second round guy and originally i had some of the kind of tier three running backs you know the running backs after like Bijan gibbs charbonnet you could have a chain tajay Spear, sean tucker roshan johnson all of those guys i had a lot of those running backs ahead of marvin mims now at this point i'm moving marvin mims ahead of a lot of those dudes he's not a guy who has a ton of super impressive counting stats like he's not going to blow you away in that area But when you kind of put it into context his production is very strong 2020 freshman season mims was the wide receiver one for oklahoma now he didn't have a crazy season caught 37 passes for 610 receiving yards and nine touchdowns but for a freshman on an oklahoma offense that was very solid so that's nothing crazy but with all things considered i think that's a win you know for a freshman season Then uh, in 2021, as a sophomore, he didn't really take a huge jump, but he held on to the wide receiver one roll, caught 32 passes for 705 receiving yards, and then five touchdowns. He took a pretty solid jump into his junior season, which was by far his best year, caught 54 passes for 1,083 receiving yards, and then six receiving touchdowns. And so like 1,000 yards, it's a solid season. I think what's more impressive is that he accounted for 32.7% of his team's receiving yards. This wasn't a great Oklahoma team overall, but he was still getting his, still producing at a very strong level. He's not a huge wide receiver, 5'11", 183 pounds, but he's very athletic, ran a 4'3", 8'40", and is just a dude who was a big play threat all throughout college averaged 22 yards per reception as a sophomore, and then 20.1 yards per reception as a junior. Right now, it looks like he's a lock to go day two, you know, round two, round three. Right now, I'd honestly lean towards him going in round two, which is gonna be pretty solid draft capital. So like I said, it's not like he's jumping ahead of a ton of other wide receivers, but in terms of the rest of the field, you know, specifically the running back positions, right now, without knowing draft capital, I'd rather take a swing on a guy like Marvin Mims than some of these running backs who could end up falling towards day three. Now, moving over to a running back who is rising up my rankings, it is going to be Israel Abanaconda. In my last set of running back rankings, I believe I had him as my RB10. Now he's right there in like the RB6 area, somewhere in that tier three of players. You know, after the big three, I mentioned it uh, with Marvin Mims. Bijan gibbs charbonnet it gets pretty messy at the running back position so there could be a lot of variance there but he's probably going to be somewhere in that tier three behind those big three of running backs and right now he honestly just has a lot going for him physically super impressive you know 5 foot 10 216 pounds that is workhorse size right there but what's even more impressive is that at that workhorse size the dude ran a 43940 at his pro day. Now, it is a pro day time, so those tend to run pretty fast. If you bump that to like a 444, 4, 4, I know that's what they do on a Player Profiler, they kind of bump it by 0.05 seconds. 44440 at 216 pounds, still very, very impressive. And it's pretty rare in general to see that kind of size speed combo at the running back position, especially if you're getting a guy who's kind of ranked anywhere from like. Running back six to back end of like the top 12 in this class. And then production wise, he wasn't a dude who was super involved as a freshman. Sophomore season, he was basically in a three man committee in that committee with Vincent Davis and Rodney Hammond. He did end up being more efficient, you know, on the season than those other two backs, both on the ground and in the air. But then we look at his junior season. This is where he absolutely took over. Both those other dudes were still on the roster, but he just took over as the guy. In 11 games, he rushed for 1,431 yards on six yards per carry, and then also caught 12 passes for 146 yards and scored 21 total touchdowns. The main criticism I've seen here for Abanaconda has just been his vision as a runner. It's not great. But, I mean at this point in rookie drafts like you're not going to have a perfect player sitting out there so i'd rather take a swing you know even if he has that concern i want to take a swing on the super physically talented running back who can also catch passes i mentioned the 12 for 146 um, as a junior as a sophomore he caught over 20 passes so that is in his skill set plus you take on you know the speed the size he does have a lot of potential there At this point, you're kind of just hoping he sneaks into the third round. You start going round four, round five. It's not ideal, but he's a guy who is moving up. I think he did himself a lot of favors, obviously, with that big junior season, and then also just the metrics and the testing he has shown this offseason. So uh, Abanaconda moving up my ranks. The three players, Dalton Kincaid, Marvin Mims, Israel Abanaconda. I'm going to be updating my rookie rankings probably, you know, within the next week, two weeks, somewhere uh, sometime before the NFL draft. But that is going to wrap it up for this specific video. I believe I'm going to be talking about some players falling in my ranks in the next one. So stay tuned for that should be out in a few days. But thank you all for stopping by and I will see you in the next one.